Kent, here we are in the Green Mountains. We've been led to what looks to me a lot like the middle of nowhere in a snowstorm. It's beautiful out here, but what are we doing here? We've been talking about this for a long time of wanting to go hunt down this crazy beast that we're probably not going to find, but if we do, boy, I'm going to be excited. So we are lucky enough to be out here with three biologists who are going to take us out into the woods and tell us a lot about the American Martin. I am Kim Royer with the Vermont Fish and Wildlife Department. My name is Scott Wixom. I'm with the Green Mountain National Forest. Hi there. I'm Katie Crumley, also with Vermont Fish and Wildlife. And we're really lucky to be with all three of these folks because, Kim, you worked on American Martin back in the first reintroduction efforts in the late 1980s. Here we are trying to chase them down again. It is really exciting to be here and see that these animals are actually here again on the landscape. And it's a great partnership with Green Mountain National Forest, Scott, right? And uh, you got biologists working on it too, and you're up here trying to find out what's going on in the forest with American Martins also. So. It has been a very good partnership, Kent. You know, it started, as you are saying, 30 years ago, and it's hard to believe that here we are still out here looking for Martin after all these years. And then we have Katie, who is really the field leader here for us today, right? You've yeah. been working hard on this. Yeah, every day. Usually I'm in the woods with snowmobiles or hiking, and it's a good time. What is it that we're looking for? Like, what does an American Martin look like? Well, it, it looks a lot like a fisher, only it's smaller. It's about the size of a mink. It has a long body, short legs, weighs between maybe one and two and a half pounds. The males are a little bigger than the females. It can be a brownish color or a reddish color, and that may be different by regions. Their legs tend to be brown. They have a very prominent buff throat patch. And what I really love are these really cute little eyebrows that come up perpendicular from the inside of their eyes that make them look really quizzical and cute. Have you guys seen American Martin, like actually in the flesh, seen them? They're there, but uh, the likelihood of you actually seeing one is probably pretty slim. But we have a series of cameras throughout uh, the southern greens, and those are in many locations that we can't be at all the time. And so we'll check those and, and hope that we get some good photos. We're standing in maybe a territory of a Martin right now. Yeah, very possibly. So it took us, what, two-hour drive from our house. Right. Like another 15 minutes by truck to the end of the road. Then how, long, how far did we come on a snowmobile? Probably another 15 minutes Yeah, a couple so. miles. A couple miles on a snowmobile. And now we've got snowshoes on. Yeah. We're going to go back into the woods. Right. So basically, this is not a critter we're going to stay on our back porch for the most <laughs> Probably part. Probably not. So if you're a Martin and you're bopping around the Green Mountains, what kind of habitat are you looking for? Well, Martin like links like deep fluffy snow so they're going to be probably at higher elevations northeast kingdom but also martin unlike links like late successional forests so intact tall trees uh, that have cover that have lots of dead down woody debris on the ground so because they're they hunt under the snow so in the wintertime, they use those trees that are sticking up through the snow to access under the snow to hunt for small mammals oh, under okay. the snow. So we're talking about a weasel that's tunneling through the snow as it's hunting for something. That's right. Right. That's fabulous. Uh, it's yeah. crazy. Awesome predators. Yeah. And that's so, how yo, go ahead. they outcompete animals like Fisher because in deep powdery snow, they have that advantage. But if we start to you know, have a harder snowpack or years without much snowpack, they start to lose that advantage. Right. You get those winters where you get those rain events on top of the snow, then Fisher can outcompete Martin in right. even up in these higher elevations. Right. Maybe we should walk because I'm yeah. shivering. Okay. <laughs> 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 three miles. <laughs>
you can see that space right there, that's certainly wide enough for a Martin to get into and go under. Right. So areas like this with boulders and uh, the logs or coarse woody debris is really good cover for these animals and they'll use um, the air spaces on either side of, of the downed trees um, for hunting or, or resting even. They're long and quite thin, even though their hair makes them look bigger. Right. So they can fit into some pretty small spaces Amazingly under the ground. Small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott, what are we at? 2,300? Yeah, a little over 2,000 feet. Yeah. So here we have a uh, game camera that is set up looking at a can of sardines and our lures. Um, and we actually have some tracks here at this camera. So they're old and, and covered in, but we can tell that we had some activity, which is pretty exciting. So we shouldn't be disappointed if we don't get pictures no. of them, right? Because well, there'll be a picture of something. There'll be yeah. a picture of something. She's yes. wheeling through the pictures. Ooh. Whoa. Oh. 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 Well, so this isn't a Martin. No, it's okay. It's, it's pretty close. <laughs> it's a fisher. You'll see it yep. kind of coming around the tree. So I'm excited to see a fisher, but from what you guys were telling me, that's a little bit bad news because they compete with Martin, right? That, that's true. Why are you monitoring the martin population? What is the history behind uh, when these animals started coming back into Vermont? Actually, martin were pretty common prior to European settlement in Vermont and all the way down into Pennsylvania. When you, the Europeans got here and started clearing the forest, uh, we had unregulated harvest of many of our iconic wildlife species. And those two things combined uh, caused the local extinction of martin in the area up until around 1900, we, we still had Martin, and, and then around 1900, we only had between 1900 and 1954, only four confirmed sightings of Martin, all in southern Vermont, which is interesting. So we basically had assumed that we had uh, lost the Martin from the landscape. We received the grant in 1988 or 89 to allow us to begin with the reintroduction of the Martin, and I think we started with 115 total Martin, they were from Maine and New York, most of them from Maine. Mm -hmm. And then when we did the release, we were hoping that the animals would have an instantaneous food supply that would keep them around and, and get them established into a home range. And so that was the warmest decade on record up to that point. And we assumed that competition from Fisher in those habitats that normally would have been good Martin habitat caused the reintroduction to fail. So we assumed it had been a failure. And then probably Ten years ago, we started getting some trappers saying, I'm seeing Martin sign, I'm seeing tracks. And all of a sudden, you get people coming to you saying, hey, I saw an right. American Martin. Right. So that right. must have made you pretty excited, Kim. It you did. were involved oh. in the reintroduction, Oh, my right? gosh. I mean, yeah, because, you know, in what we do, there's not always tangible results. And if these animals are successful, I think for Scott and I, this would be tangible results of actually accomplishing. Yeah, this you know? it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Our goal is going forward, is it? We really hope to create healthier, more resilient forests in the future, not just for Martin, but all fish and wildlife. It's great. Well, thanks a lot, Katie, for bringing us up here. And we've got the camera all set up again. It's all ready to rock and roll. All ready to go. So next time you come out here, maybe you'll, you'll see a Martin on yeah. it. Yeah. I'm Sarah Zahendra. And I'm Kent McFarland. Thanks for listening to Outdoor Radio.